0: The show where all your bad ideas come together. Well, it sounds like a pornographic phone, does not it Pop culture, politics, current events, and those creepy shower thoughts.
1: You got what you get, and you don't get upset.
0: He'll make you question your faith in humanity and probably get himself canceled.
1: Wow,
0: you're an idiot. it will be the doom to us all. It's the Slick Show. Let's get ready for the greatest horrible show on earth. It is the Slick Show. With me, Slick. I'm so excited to be here. I'm very sorry about last week. Those of you who were uh, tuning in last week, which was probably that one guy. Hello, Mr. One Viewer. I appreciate you out there, but (laughs) you don't know how much that makes me excited. Uh, New intro, working on it, constantly improving. That's the thing. All right, position improvement. we got some stuff going on. I've got some stories for you this week, things that have popped up. Some thoughts that didn't really come to me in the shower. It came to me while driving. But uh, that's the start of one of them. All I'm saying is is if you're going out there right now and you see a young kid, a guy strangling a young kid, I'm talking like Bart Simpson, Homer Simpson style, you know, he's just out there and he's just really wrecking that kid's throat. I want to hear him out first. I really do. I was out there, I, I, I was driving through, and there was this kid that just he he's driving this car and just all over the place. I don't know if he was texting on his phone. And then all of a sudden, this kid is slowing down slower in the... Okay, it was a she. It was a she. I'm going to go ahead and call that one out. Um, she was driving literally I, 10 miles less than the speed limit because she was getting ready to make this turn about 100 yards down the line. I followed her to that long and I couldn't get over because everybody's going around me, brand new truck. I'm not going to cause an accident in this brand new truck. And she's just slowed down. And I'm like, yo, you, you got to go. The turn's up there. As far as I knew, I, I wasn't sure where she was turning. She had that blinker on forever. So I praise her for a blinker. But then it gets to the point that she's just, Coming to a crawl, and it's like stopping traffic, and I was like, I understand why people want to hurt kids nowadays. If you as an adult are strangling a kid, back in the day, I'd, I, I'd want to hear you out. I'd be like, or I wouldn't even hear you out. I'd be like, yo, string that dude up. Nowadays, I want to hear you out. I absolutely want to go, okay, is he sitting there screaming on about Minecraft? Yeah, probably a reason to kill a kid. Like, just... No, oh, we joke. I, I don't believe in killing kids. That's absolutely horrible. Hey, this is The Slick Show. You are listening. You can find me on wherever your podcast is. You can find me here on Twitch every Friday, 9 to 10. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. If you also want to go find a replay of oh, the last show, couple shows I've done, you can go to YouTube. They're there. They're exciting for you. You can also look over into my little banners up here. They're going to be worked on. Like eventually this will have more and it'll be a little bit more even. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going down for me that this doesn't get to take the priority that I want it to do. So work in progress, right? Work in progress. That's it. I did get a new toy for this mic. So that's why it sounds a lot better today. You're getting a little bit more fuller of me. And I like that. So uh, a couple stories that I do want to get into. We'll go ahead and tease them. Um, what, what was this lady wearing when she was busted for, oh man, when she was busted for a DUI, Oh uh, why Tampa Bay is probably one of the greatest cities in the entire state of Florida. And we're going to do a follow-up on a story that me and Noob talked about last week. Uh, for those of you who are looking for Noob, Noob's not here. Noob, um, Noob was only here for like a one-off. He He, he may come back. Who knows? Uh, down the line so let's go ahead and get into this The story comes from the smoking gun and it's funny because when you think of all the stuff that you could get i don't know pulled over in nothing really says anything like a skin tight suit uh, this comes from the smoking gun.com when attempting to steal from walmart oh it went DUI i was wrong i'm thinking of a different story that i had pulled but i didn't want to talk about it it's just a dumb story uh, when attempting to steal from Walmart at 7:50 a.m., it is best to dress in a inconspicuous manner, as to not draw attention from store security. Uh, you, anybody who goes to Walmart knows that this right here is not uncommon. For ev- even if you're not stealing, th- this right here, we're actually lucky that she decided to put this on. Or you can wear a traveling skin-tight baby girl catsuit like Tija Clay. The 20-year-old Louisiana woman was arrested late last month after she had a teenage accomplice allegedly switch the price tags on hats and shorts in a Walmart in Pensacola, Florida. The duo was detained after checking out with the illegally discounted merchandise, which was valued at about, you know, $50. So she went out, uh, like, if you're going to go and do that, you might as well go big. And I get it, you're trying to stay low-key and conspicuous, but you're right there wearing that. And it better have been some hat to go with all that, because I'm going to tell you, Baby girl, you got. Well, you got you got a little figure on you, like you you got it, you definitely got it. But you know, let's not draw a whole lot of attention to ourselves. So this will be like our idiot criminal of the day. You know, she she could definitely have done a whole lot better in the items that she chose, but she chose not to. So, uh, one second, I have to go do something. Uh, apparently, I have something going on. So, I'm going to play a little bit of music and I don't have anything pulled up. Let us do this, we're gonna do that. And, low beat tie-fi. Be right back. All right, sorry about that. Oh, so unprofessional. I am working on getting this whole studio soundproofed. It costs money that I don't have. I just, like I said, I bought a truck. I got to work at multiple jobs for that truck. It's a a good truck. It's a Toyota Tacoma. I've always wanted one. I got a new one, brand new, off the lot. It was cheaper to get a new one out there. And if that doesn't surprise you, um, it shouldn't. The, The... all the like, hoops I had to jump through to kind of get this truck wasn't hard. It was just finding a truck. And i went in, I wanted a truck for a long time uh, ever since. Sorry, I know it's trying to get back to me. I'm just trying to get everything back. So I wanted to get this truck, right? I had plans to get a truck for a long time. I was waiting on a military bonus. The bonus has not come back in. We, I have an issue with that. Like a, It's an ongoing issue between me and the state of Florida. You know they they are backed up, all right? And they were back. They, somebody messed up my orders on the first go round that caused an issue with my bonus, so I had to go jump to an extra hoop. I, I eventually got paid for that one, but that one now caused a backup of the next bonus, and it's this forever like ro- rolling hill effect of just one after another after another, and it's like, come on, Florida, you know, get get your stuff together. Florida has most of it right. The Florida National Guard. Eh, sometimes you know you're trying to you're trying to jump through all their hoops and it hurts, it, which will lead me into something I, I want to tell you. Tricare. Oh my God, do I hate Tricare? Tricare is a great military thing and it works great for active duty because you guys get a you get it for free. You don't even have to think about it. You go into your local post, get everything fixed. That's great. Tricare for, for the National Guard. It's like getting a swift kick in the wiener, in at the worst times, because no good times ever to get get kicked in the kicked in the nards. And yet, Tricare for some reason felt like that doing it. COVID, right? Twenty twenty sucked. It's the year that killed small businesses. It killed a lot of things. It, I was talking on a radio show the other day, and I was that was my big claim to fame on that one. I was like, "Yo, twenty twenty was the year that co- killed small businesses." So. Tricare, I was out. Uh, I was out doing stuff with the military. I was running a COVID site down in Sarasota, Florida. If you're down, da- if you're down there and you're watching this, you may remember me. I was the one yelling at all the guys. So, I have a, I had a chip in my tooth, and it, would, I had a mold already set to be installed, and it was a by a predetermined date. Um, this was before I was on orders. Tricare already approved all this. Go on orders. Tricare is like, well, you need. Uh, I was like, hey, uh, I'm uh, got everything cleared out. Went to go get the den- go get it done. Tricare was already supposed to pay for it. Get it done. Come back. All right. Don't don't worry about it. A couple months later, I get a call, and the call comes from the dentist. It's like, hey, um, Tricare doesn't want to pay. And I was like, why what, what do you mean they don't want to pay? They said that they already said they were going to pay. Everything was supposed to be covered. All I had to do was pay the copay. All right. Paid the copay. Tricare. Call Tricare up. Tricare is like, well, you had to go to McDill. I couldn't go to McDill. McDill had shut down all the dentist office. All their offices were closed. There was no, there was no getting on McDill. You couldn't do that. To well, you could get on to McDill, but you couldn't get on to go get your dental work done. They weren't taking anybody. That's the thing that drove me insane. I was like, and, I, and I've called Tricare, and I was like, so. Why could I couldn't get on to McDill? They weren't. Well, we're showing that they did. I was like, but they're I, I've called them and talked to them and they said they aren't. Well, we're showing that they are. You needed to go to McDill. I was like, but they're not. And I called the installation. I was like, yo, hey, I need some kind of letter. Oh, we, we, we don't have that. How do you not have a goddamn memo that says that you are closed? Like You made the freaking decision. And if anybody's been in the military and they're listening to this, they understand the 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 bureaucracy that goes along with this. You know there's somebody has written a memo somewhere or a, a they've got it posted somewhere that hey, Dennis is closed during COVID, all right? And it's still a big deal. Like even in Florida, it's a it was a big deal. It's still a big deal right now. Like I went into the dentist's office, I had to pay out of pocket for this bill, which drives me insane. It's money that I could be using to improve the studio. And I had to put it there because Tricare didn't honor their side of the deal. And for those of you listening, go, well, you know, Tricare said you had to go over here and do that. No, Tricare had already approved for me to go get that tooth fixed at that dentist. All right. It had taken me another month, maybe two months, if and if that's the key word. If McDill would have taken me, but they weren't taking anybody. So fucking TRICARE, and for, for those of you who want to listen, sorry about the cussing, but this one really drives me insane. So freaking TRICARE decides that, oh, we're not going to pay that because you didn't go to McDill. They didn't even get a dentist. They couldn't get a dentist in. They had to get a National Guard dentist to come in on the time. I think the 83rd Troop Command sent somebody down to Sarasota, and that was like right after I left. It may have been before or after I left. I remember having to get all the soldiers' names for the dentist. I just don't remember when. That's how they had to get dentist approved because McDill wasn't taking anybody. So you're trying to tell me that, oh, you can go to McDill. So you're t- so Tricare, who my, not even in the area, knows more than the command team. And I get it. You know, it's a command team. Say what you want. But the first sergeant and them weren't, like, trying to screw us over. Then neither was the sergeant major that, that was running the task force because he obviously knew that he had to send somebody down there, and he didn't. So that's my issues with TRICARE. TRICARE really drove me up the wall, and they still do to right now. I still have to use them because it's the cheapest dental insurance, and I needed something done with my tooth. I'm very self-conscious about my teeth. I'm not self-conscious about anything. I'll make fun of me all day, all day, night, night and day. I'm bald. I'm ugly. I'm not that funny. I'm just entertaining. But I'm still self-conscious about my teeth. If you look at a lot of my photos, I don't smile showing my teeth, and there's a reason for it. Because I'm self-conscious about them. I brush them all the time. I didn't take very good care of my teeth. I wish I did. You know, live and let learn. But the fact that I'm trying now and trying to do better, it, it, I have to have that. I have to have cleanings done. I have to have all this. I, you know, I, I really cut back on what I drink. I don't drink a whole lot of soda. I don't drink a lot of sugary drinks. I don't, I, I think I've had, this year alone, I think I've had one monster. And that was because I was up, Till like 2 o'clock in the morning, couldn't sleep. I have sleep issues too, you know, let that be what it is. And so then I, and I had to be at work at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I was only on, and I really didn't even get a good four hours of sleep in between there, which you, you know, 5.30, I had to be up because I only work like 10 minutes up the road from from where I live at one of the places I work at. And then I, and so then, then I had that monster. And I think last year I only had one monster as well. I don't drink Red Bull anymore. I don't drink Rippets. Oh my God, you ever want to freaking have your heart stop, Let f- have a dude drink five Rippets. That's not even a, a stunt that I could ever think about asking somebody to do because it'll make your heart stop. I've seen people drink like three of those things and you can see their heart beating out of their chest. It's wild. That's how powerful those things are. There's just 90% sugar, ten percent, wa- uh, 9% water, and 1% flavor. So... Track here and I obviously in a feud, so that's the thing. It's it's bonkers. It really, really is. Oh, but uh, if you're in the army long enough, this is this is nothing new to you. So I do want to go back to a story that we talked about last week. Um, for those of you who may have listened to the podcast or caught, caught the replay on YouTube, and I'm sorry that the YouTube issue uh, wasn't loading something happened in there air and my fault I do all my own production I don't let other people produce this stuff for me it's not that I don't want to it's just nobody wants to do it so I have to do it but I do want to talk about this story this is actually posted by one of my sister stations that and uh, I know who posted it is a good dude uh, Mason Dixon's awesome uh, you can listen to him he's afternoons he was the morning guy for q105 and then he got moved to afternoons and Mason was the cool one of the coolest guys when I started working at Beasley and I started shadowing in the shark studio in the mornings because he would come by and he does this little thing where he, he'd walk by because, you know, baby shark, do, 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 whatever. And so I, in turn, started doing like the, you know, the bigger shark. But Mason posted this story that I thought was a great follow up that Tampa Bay Buccaneer earns permission from the U.S. Navy to play. Um, initially, he, Cameron, uh, Cameron Kinley showed some class. He graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy this summer and was a captain of the Navy football team. So he did really well. I think they like they beat the snot out of the army, which isn't uncommon. you know, go Army, but God, man, we get our ass beat all the time. Uh, after having gone undrafted, he attended the Tampa Bay Bucks mini camp. he showed what he could do and the Bucks seemed interested. However, unlike mi- other military academy attendees who went to play right out after graduating, uh, the Secretary of the Navy denied Kinley that opportunity. he was gracious and he said uh, he'd serve his military time. So here's the issue with that. And it goes both ways. And I was talking about this last week. Uh, you could get hurt playing in the, playing football and be not serviceable for active duty, and that's dangerous. And, and I get that. Like I understand where they were coming from as leaders, um, but it's vice versa as well. You don't really want to lose out on this opportunity because there's a lot that could go wrong with his with him in his career. I'm not saying that it would, um, but he could. Uh, in a statement from Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Uh, Today I have uh, I approved the plan by the Department of the Navy that will permit the Naval Academy midshipman Cameron Kinley to play professional football in the NFL. This plan will see Cameron listed in the uh, ready reserve for the duration of his football career upon completion of his playing time. We look forward to welcoming him back inside the ranks as a Naval officer. So he actually gets to come in as a Navy officer too. You know, obviously finishing the school, you get – commissioned when you do that in the meantime we know cameron will take the every opportunity on and off the field to represent the navy and the military academy and american people to assist us in recruiting efforts i applaud navy leadership for finding this way to showcase both cameron's athletic prowess as well as the quality of professionalism of our student athletes and personnel uh pretty much a fancy letter saying yo go play football go win yo go bucks all right um I, i'm still a really big I still like the Patriots because I like Bill Belichick. I've liked the Patriots for a long time. It's a long story between me and my uncle, but I do support the Bucks mainly because of Tom Brady. But speaking of winners and Bucks, obviously you're probably looking at this and you're going, I know this video. This guy right here, this guy cracks me up. He did the best, like the most, I don't want to say it's like American because it's kind of rude to him because he's Russian, but he did a hell of a... Of a interview and I liked it. Like I watched it with um, Sean Roberts over oop no wrong thing. No 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 I watched it with Sean Roberts in the Shark Studio uh the other day. Or yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. It was great. Ooh, gotta watch it on Microsoft News. Shout out to Microsoft News, I guess. Here we go. This right here. We have
1: Nikita Kucherov. Media, please raise your hand if you have a question. We'll start with Joe Smith. Yo,
0: smashes a goddamn beer. Yo. Let's hear it. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, he's doing. there's doing Skype meetings. Uh, how would you describe your
1: emotions right now after doing what you guys did? I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh,
0: back to back. Oh, uh, they cuss they, they bleeped out the cusses for you because he was like, "Yo, f this, f that," this. and not like no, 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 that, but he was like, this "Yo, is this is fucking awesome." Spinning. He deserves it. that man wants to cuss on TV, let him. You're
1: the best player. And then they gave it to whatever the guy in Vegas, the Vizina. And then last year, they gave Vizina to somebody else, number one bullshit. Oh, number one
0: bullshit. Yeah, see, they all they already edited it out. What I want to get to. And he does some great, like, so later, like, he'll finish his beer, and then he kind of puts it out here. If you're looking where my mouse is circling. It's like really good brand placement. Like, we're going to skip through there. Uh, just wondering what right it was there, like see. he celebrate with guys that you have been teammates. He calls him out so. too.
1: Ah, uh, that's that's what you want. Okay. Ah, uh, it's huge. I'm yeah, see right there he calls him out molly. on a bold hey, crap hey, question. All those guys are you know, the outstanding players. <laughs> <laughs> and he
0: smashed his hell.
1: That's a Light, you know. That's not champagne. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the number one bullshit again. <laughs> um, you know, for I mean, those those guys been and I've been in love with those guys and, you know, some ups and downs and. I said one time, you know, you, you, you give us one, one time to win, we're going to win twice. And that's what happened. And. I'm really happy for those guys with Samra come back and, you know, play the whole year and be able to play in the playoff. And he was outstanding out there. And he was really captain. And he was so vocal in the room. And you guys don't even know what he. Yeah, he's slurring his
0: words. Slurring, I want to get to this part right here. You know, Give brother. it a second, because he's got another beer. He's, or he he Dan kills this one. Nikita, when you tell Andre that he's the uh, best, already. what is his response? What does,
1: he, what does he say? What does he tell you when, when you keep telling him he's the best? He's a humble. He's a very humble guy. You know, he... I, he, he's as much he's as got this whole Burt, Burt
0: Kreischer like, thing going on. The, like, whatever, shout out to like, Burt Kreischer for this one because, like, that's his thing is he, he shows up everywhere without like, a shirt like, on. Like and I'm and definitely, like, he's probably best, hot from he, being he in all that me, gear. Those guys best, are padded best, you know? up.
1: He wants to prove me, but I'm like, Vicey, you proved me a long time ago. When I was 15, you proved it to me. I was like, no question, he's the best. He's going to
0: be the best He's, he's very he's humble, too. Like, he's and absolutely he's humble. Very humble. But he's the... And, you know, he keeps working. This guy, this though, like, Nikita is...
1: He's getting robbed every year by NHL, not getting the Vezina. He's still humble. He still works hard. And
0: I want to get to the part where he cracks another you know, beer. He, he, if he would play in a different This market, dude's freaking hardcore badass. I and, like this he guy. He's freaking awesome. He would beat all the records,
1: whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's the best. He. he but he, he's very humble last question Ed, Ed, at nc um, tampa bay boop. times there we go after doing this in, in the bubble in
0: 65, 65 he just slides it off the table How straight up three wait 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 here it you is well it's he's getting red, the red in the face it's bad. ridiculous
1: Used
0: to want two, two, two questions <laughs> today. is, like what five? Make it oh. Um, he, he pretty much went on to call him out, like it was that was like the thing. He he really didn't, I don't think he like I, I we knew that they were gonna win. There was no doubt in my in most people's mind. There was no doubt. We thought it might be a sweep, which was kind of like gonna be lame, nothing. Um. Nothing is lamer in when it comes to uh, nothing is lamer in in any sports that you have just a one sided sweep. I don't like one sided games. I bet the best games in any sport are the ones that are neck and neck, uh, and that's why I don't really care too much for baseball. It's not that I don't respect baseball; it's just the fact that when you are playing baseball, the game really isn't as tight cut as it could be. And because you got guys that'll just like not they'll go straight through and like strike out and stuff like that, but oh sorry. So they're gonna they're gonna strike out, and there's not gonna be like a bunch of plays. It's a very slow-paced game versus if you have basketball or or hockey, football. There it's back and forth and a tight knit game is way better than watching like you know even Tom Brady if he's just lobbing them down the field and they're getting they're getting plenty of freaking touchdowns there's no fun in that like I don't want to watch that. that that to me is more boring than just watching ba- watching baseball like to me baseball's not not an exciting sport to watch it used to be I used to enjoy it but I I don't see any enjoyment out of watching a slow paced game. A very fast paced person, but he won and he's done nothing but fun, great interviews. Like you just go Google that guy's name, Nikita Kucherov. Watch his interviews; they're entertaining, they're exciting to be a part of. He really, uh, he really nailed it when it came to doing all this stuff so oh i like i wanted to stay off politics i really did um this one's kind of political to me there's a lot of stuff kind of going on in there uh what's up trouble you either have no sound on or something's up with your twitch something's up with your twitch oh man have i nope there actually no no sound has been coming from my goddamn thing really what's up Oh. Oh, yeah, ching, Really? I'm very glad that I I backed this up with something like, what in the fuck? All right. I'm going to do just. Yeah. All right, give me a second. Something wrong with Danny stream, Try again, or you just go live. Sorry, persist. Motherfucker. Oh, shit. I can't restart the computer because... Mother scratcher. I'm gonna go live. You just go live. Alrighty. The codec is not picking up. Damn it, dude. Really? I'm sorry. Alrighty. Well, we're gonna we're just gonna have to go we're gonna play a black screen. So uh, yeah, chingo. Stupid fucking righty mm. I hate that air I really do that that really annoys me to no end because I don't know what's going on with it it was working fine just a bit ago and now I'm gonna sit here and try and troubleshoot while I talk uh unmute nope see it's not muted and now you're sitting here and you're listening to me talk trying to fucking figure this out this shit pisses me off because I don't fucking touch anything and I'm my own engineer I I really am I am not the greatest engineer in the world I am a great producer there's a difference I can take your stuff and I can make you sound good. Like if you give me something, I will work it out and I will make it sound as best alive. I learned from the best people who are no longer in the industry. The guys I learned oh, excuse me. The guys I learned from went off to go do other things. One of them is a teacher. The other one is on disability and works for the VA. The greatest producers I've ever met. They really knew and had the system worked out. They were like, yo, do these things and you're gonna be good. Don't take no. Don't take defeat as an answer, and that's how I've lived my life. When it comes to radio, I don't take defeat as an answer. There are guy. There's plenty of reasons. Like you could just give up and be like, "Yep, yeah, you know, you're gonna st- take this loss." But you get your ass chewed out by a guy. Uh, you get your ass chewed out by a guy that does a. He, he's been in the industry for a long time and you're expecting him not to chew your ass out uh, because he, he he comes in, and you accidentally shark, start the shark attack early because I did that. I was I was covering down for Sean. Freaked the hell out because was like I, I didn't realize that if I did something this way, it was going to cause it because it was something I'd never occurred, and I freaked out. And for the one time in my radio career... Did it really matter? Because I was like, "Oh my God, I don't know what to do. I've never had this happen before. Why did it do this?" And I was trying to go back in and undo what I had done. Wrong answer. And that's where the guy came in, and he cho- he's like, "No, don't ever do that. Don't play dead air. Play something." And this has actually come back, not really to bite me. It doesn't it doesn't hurt me when I play. Uh, so what? It doesn't hurt me when I do what I do at the other station I work at, which is 1040 a.m here in Larville, Florida. That's a conservative talk radio. So one of the guys that I work for whenever the same thing happened, he decided that he he he'll, he'll do these things where you play the intro music and he's not back from taking the from doing whatever it is the hell he does. it's a guy that thinks he's hot shit when he comes to radio, and I've listened to his stuff, and every now and then he gets kind of, like, fired up on something. The dude's not entertaining at all. He's going to hit the same three points if you go in and you listen to his crap every time. Like, I hear it every day. So he'll come in, he'll wait, like, a good 10, 20 seconds afterwards, and he'll... That's dead air 10 seconds is dead air My dead air alarm goes off My boss gets an email And a call And a text message And then I get a call Why is there dead air He sets off the dead air alarm Quite a bit Because he'll just go silent For like 10 seconds While he's trying to like Think of something And it's like Come on man It's the same three points You're gonna hit them all Just talk about him This idiot decided that it was going to be 20 seconds so i replayed music to give him you know a little bit of thing because his music was like two minutes or something like that like the track that i played was like a good long while and he comes back in i don't know if he had didn't unmute his stuff or whatever because all my stuff is all right like i looked down at the board to make sure i was like well maybe i didn't turn his pot on no his pot was on maybe i didn't do this no that was on too I don't think he unmuted himself. So he's losing his mind and flipping out because why is there music playing again? Da-da-da, you're ruining my live stream. And I really wanted to tell old boy, take your live stream and shove it. You should be playing your own personal audio from there. It's going to sound better than trying to loop, send it to one spot to have it come back so you can play it from there. No, that sounds stupid. The more you try and, essentially it's like making a photocopy of a photocopy and you're going to get an issue with that. Like it, it, it does, does, you no good. So he goes in and he likes losing his mind and I'm still under that impression. Like if there's nothing planned, we need to play something. I'll go to commercial. And if you really, he pays for the time. That's what saves him in a lot of cases is he puts a lot of money into the station paying for his studio or paying for his show. Let that be something to be said about what it really means for him as a broadcaster. If you're the guy that has to pay for your show to go on somebody else's station, you're probably not that great of a broadcaster. Not to say that there aren't great broadcasters who pay for their, you know, pay to put their stuff on stations. But if you're not like Bubba or MJ or uh, Howard or any of these guys that have always had somebody else pay to syndicate their show. You know, it's like Ryan Seacrest. It's, it's, it's a syndicated show through iHeart. And I hate syndicated shows for the most part because you take away a lot of local talent, but at the same time, what does that say about you as a broadcaster when your show is syndicated? That's my goal one day, is maybe to have a syndicated show. If I'm only heard in two markets, that's okay. I'm syndicated. I was on a show that was heard internationally. I was heard in both Canada and in America, and not only was I heard, in, or were we heard there, we were heard from coast to coast, all the way across. This guy has to pay to be on two different markets, and he gets a lot of stuff out of us. Like, hands down, gets a lot of crap out of us because we're trying to keep him happy. We're trying. And I was talking with the other guy, the one of the board ops that worked for the other station, and he was like, we were talking about having our own shows one day and stuff like that. I was like, I couldn't do it on, on 1040 because I would try and start a radio war with this dude on my own station. I learned from the best guy when it comes to Radio Wars. Bubba. Bubba was great at Radio Wars. Hands down, one of the best. Because he had great talent behind him that was ready to rock that dude's world, whoever he was against. All right. Not everybody wanted to play ball. I'll give you that. You know, he walked in on the playground and told everybody they were playing basketball, and the kids over in the sandbox were like, well, screw you. We're not playing basketball. We're going to go over here and do that. And it, it wasn't as much fun if they didn't want to play along. You and, and you and he read, what he showed off that one like he, he got things that were coming to him from that one. And people tried warning him, you know, friends, friends in the business tried warning him. So he. I I, I would I'd start a radio war with this dude, hands down, tell old boy, yo, listen to this jobber talk three. You're going to listen to this dude for two hours and then listen to me. Now, nah, man, take a break for those two hours. I want you fresh from my show because that dude's going to tell you the same three topics. I'm going to hit from some fresh topics. I'm going to try and tell you stories that you probably haven't heard of, things that I've been listening to, stuff like that. You can also go in and look through his show and find that he'll make the same talk. Not only will he make the same three talking points, he gathers the same stories from the same sources every day. He's made the same points and quoted them almost word for word for, word for these people. And not even giving credit to these people either. That's the funny part. That that's what cracks me up is like it's not even it's not even his original thought. It's just him going out and telling you, "Oh, this is this is the my my thoughts on this." Da 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 da. And I was like, "Yo, I I listened to that show too. Those are the same points that so and so made. You know, at least throw them out some credit." But that would have to admit that he would that he's not got he's got no talent, and you know it's the most electrifying show in media. And if you happen to come across this, tell that dude that the hell you from the hours of of one thirty to six thirty, you got me. All right, I can't say crap and I can't do stuff about it, but after six thirty, go eat it. And if I was on and if I was on oh yeah, there'd be a radio war. Don't listen to these hours. Drop those ratings. I don't want I don't want your slot. I like six to eight. I would do that. Six to eight in a heartbeat. They got a, you know, Jimmy Fallia is what they got for six to eight. I don't I wouldn't take that from him. Jimmy Fallia is awesome. I, I, I don't care for his his takes on stuff. Like it's the same conservative takes you can hear from anybody. But what I like about Jimmy Fallia is just his delivery. He's got really good delivery. And that's important. Like how some of these dudes react and how they handle stuff it really changes the dynamic of the show. And if you go in and you listen to go in, turn it into a, sh- a station that you like, listen to the, how your jock each jock is unique and how they do things is indivisive. And I've been learning a lot from this from the guy that I learned from my mentor in radio. He's uh, hands down probably one of the greatest guys that i've learned from because he he's like yo you should do it like this i sent him some spot reads that i did he's like yo you got to do this better but he's got his own unique delivery so does other people each one of them has it and they and they do these great things and it's a great part you you should want to go out and listen to radio Radio is better than podcast. And the reason I say radio is better than podcast, and I know I'm doing a podcast and going, well, Slick, aren't you doing a podcast? Of course I'm doing a podcast. This is the practice. This is so I can get better at talking. So when I get my shot on air to have my own show, it's going to be the best goddamn show out there. And you're going to want to tune in every day to listen to me because you're going to go, man, what's he going to say next? What's he going to be a part of? How good is he at talking in the radio? and the pod and that's the idea for the podcast and stuff like that is to get better. But radio shows are important and they're better for you because they're local. Most of them are local unless you get the syndicated stuff and I get it. And if it's a good syndicated show, if it's a good syndicated show, you're going to find artists that are are reaching out to make sure that they have stories from your area. Dave and Chuck the Freak syndicated show, right? Beasley syndicates them in a lot of markets. Really easy. They're already there out of Detroit. Where they're syndicated in three areas that I know of Tampa, Detroit, Fort Myers. All right. Fort Myers and Tampa used to be the home for the Bubba the Love Sponge Show when Beasley was like, yo, we can't do this anymore. You are a bad, you're bad for our brand. You gotta go. They moved Dave and Chuck the Freak in. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Okay show if you ask me. I think that they've got they got a lot to work on, if you ask me. I, 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 the, the standard's pretty high. Like, I like the MJ show here. I think it's a great show. The Mike Calta show, eh, They're middays. 102.5 midday show. I actually really enjoy. Um, I miss Billy Madison on 102.5 The Bone. They were really good. Mike Calta's 50th birthday back. What a freaking mark for yourself. And granted, I know Bubba the Love one show. You can you can get mad at me later, but whatever. Uh, Johnny B's all right. Where's my lineup? This button's blocking my freaking lineup. On air. Roger and JP. I like Roger and JP. I think they're really they've got a really uh, great dynamic. Uh, the chick that's on their show, she's awesome because she's just like night and day different from who those guys are. Um, and I think. But they they they've got a great like thing that's, that's their stuff, but they're local, all right. They're to me they're better than um they're better than Dave and Chuck the Freak, Dave and Chuck the Freak. How are you gonna call yourself the gayest show in media, and not tell me about who your go to gay guy is? Like especially in the studio, you should be willing like if you're gonna don't make a claim that you're not really ready to make. So I hold high standards to the shows because I worked I didn't work for Bubba back in the prime. But I listened to Bubba back in the prime. And then I got to be in it kind of as I, as he was cresting and going over the hill and coming back down. Um, ask me right now, I'm going to tell you, I don't care for the Bubba show. I love you, Caveman. If this somehow gets to you for some reason or another, I love you. I love you. I love the guys. Um, I miss 25. I miss Manson. I miss Bubba. I miss even Jabs. Like Let that be said. I miss I, – I definitely miss Chaz and Pantera, Frank – Uh, Rest in peace, Scott Ledge, uh, Shannon Burke, all those guys that I got to meet and be a part of their show and help them out and do whatever I could. I was such a fanboy and a mark. I still am a little bit of a mark. Like, I'll I'll give you that. I still mark out to these guys because they do great content. You can go over right now and listen to Manson every morning. He does a morning show with his family. It's great. You can do the same thing for Bubba and some of these other guys. Shannon Burke, uh, he live streams his show on Facebook, on Florida Man Radio over in Orlando. These are important hearts now oh sorry these guys are great and they but you know they're not as good as they once were granted I haven't listened to Shannon recently and some of these other ones but they're not as great as they were back in their prime like and it's it and we're going downhill but any of these dudes hands down better than this dude even on their worst day, I would sit there and listen to Mike Calta just kind of, like, dribble on into his mic. And, look, it's not that I wouldn't want to – like, if you, Mike Kalta came out, and I, just, I doubt he ever would. He's got a pretty bang-up team. Like, his, his producers, hands down, some of the best producers out there, um, they really know how to work. And they really know how to work and get that show – keep that show running. I'm not saying that Mike doesn't have his hands in it. He's obviously the the host of the show and is a great broadcaster. But your producers are 90 percent of your work, and his producers are bang up. Like Spanish, really solid dude. For the most part, I my issues with Spanish. I like Spanish up until a point that that he did something dirty to 25, and that that was kind of was like, all right, cool. Um, but. And there was Seth. Seth was a great Seth was and he went over to the Bubba show. He was a great producer for Drew Garabo. I like Seth a lot. I think Seth Seth was really good at keeping like the show kind of like centered focus. I don't know what he did over there at Bubba. I know he wasn't there very long. But he was doing pretty good over there with Drew Garabo. So these oh sorry. These um the, the these producers are what really make your show, but these are shows. These are good shows. They're not my favorite shows. Clearly, and it's not because they're bad shows. To some people, you know, some people are out there are gonna like them. I just don't care for them. If I had to pick right now, my favorite Tampa Bay, my morning lineup in Tampa Bay, I'd probably, I'd probably go with QIK. I like JR. JR's, uh, JR and Lana are awesome at what they do. They're very personable. They really know how to connect with the fans. Um, followed by MJ, uh, Mike Calta. I think I would, uh, after Mike Calta, I'd maybe listen to the Bubba show. And it's sad because I, I work on a sister station to where Bubba plays, but it's just not the same. It really isn't but I'd probably listen to the Bubba Show then and then whatever 820's playing. That's that's my, that would be my Tampa Bay lineup. And I know I've gone on this like tangent about radio and what it is, but it's just not the same anymore. Like when I got in, like it was not, not as good as it could have been probably when I got in. And I came to accept that. You get to hear the stories of guys doing some of the most outrageous things. And it's kind of become a corporate thing. That, you know, you really can't, you can't say that. Fans aren't really going to like that. And I don't, I I don't think corporate is as in with the fans as they think they are. Because fans really do miss the shock media. And if you don't think that's true, go look at all the people that watch Logan Paul, or Jake Paul, or whoever the hell he is, who still love watching Jackass and and things like that. They still love these videos and pranks that people do. It was better on shock radio. Hands down. There's a reason Howard Stern was such a legend and still and will always be a legend in media no matter what. He could quit tomorrow, and people are still going to pay millions of dollars just to listen to replays of that dude's show. Prove me wrong. It could be a show from back in 1980. 1980? or it could be a show from yesterday. People are going to pay the money to listen to it because he's such a great broadcaster and shock media it's kind of died off. It really has. You've got you can no longer get away with the stuff that you used to. But imagine if you could. I don't think podcasts would been would have been nearly as popular because of that. And a lot of it really has to do with the death of of shock radio. Imagine being able to tune into a station right now and you're going to hear a stunt that those guys did unedited on After Hours where they strapped a dude into a airbag and they launched him into the pond out back. Or they had a couple of dudes in their underwear and you were torturing them in a saw shed. Or you got one of your fans to go out there and heckle a local politician because his, his policy sucked. You'd be all about that. And if you for, for the moment of you to sit there and go, no, no, I wouldn't be about that. I think you're lying to yourself. Because you'll go in and you'll watch TikTok videos of people doing uh, funny and stupid stuff. But you get to listen to it. And a lot of times it was live, it was in your area. These were people that, you know, meant something to you. So you were sending somebody, let's say, um, Rick Kreisman, right? St. Petersburg mayor in my city. You'd go in and you would send one of your interns with a bullhorn, a sticker for your show, and you'd go over to Rick Kreisman's uh, thing. And you would stand just far enough outside that no one could get on, that you weren't, that you were legally in the right. You had to play this smart. So you had to be super smart about what you were doing. And you start heckling him. And you call, you got your guy, you've got your host on the air, and he's calling in and he goes, All right, so what's he saying? Oh, yeah? Well, tell him he's a baby back bitch. And you hear on the bullhorn, Hey. You're a baby back bitch. And it goes on like that. If you would, you sitting here telling me you're not going to listen, well, that's demeaning to politics. Or No, no, no. Shut up. All right. That's about as bad as the Mick Woke culture. Oh, God damn it. He's got me freaking saying it. That's another one of that dudes freaking saying it's the Mick Woke. It's part as bad as the Woke culture. Stuffiness. Like, if you're gonna be that guy that's out there and you're stuffy about every little thing, you're not gonna be as much fun. There's a there's times that you kind of gotta like gauge it, and that's the and that's the hard part for me is because I still have to leave, I had to lead that double life because I have the military. I can't go out and do be a part of the dumb things that I think would be fun. I didn't get to do the Elsa thing. I actually live broadcasted. Oh, sorry. Uh, live broadcasted on ten on ten forty. We sent it out to five different stations at one time. It was me and the station. Oh, sorry, Brad James. We were there for five five hours, or not five hours. We were there for like three hours. Live radio, talking to people who were riding through the storm, who had already done you know the tips and tricks, things like that. We were telling, and people like that. People like live radio. And I was kind of like joshing with the guys, some of the guys that would call in. Like one of the dudes who called in was a homeless dude who he didn't, uh, he, he rode the storm out with his girlfriend. I was like, yo, did you get a little frisky? Did you make a little a little baby 50? Because he's like, oh, my name's 50. I was like, really? That's what you want to go with? All right. You can be 50. I don't care. I'm slick. <laughs> it's a lot better name than mine. So I was like, yo, dude, were you making, like, little baby nickels and quarters in there in that tent that night? You know? And that's the stuff that people listen to. Let me tell you, and that right there kind of, like, shows, like, I know I'd win a radio war with that dude. It's because he would... I, we got more callers in that small amount of time in those three hours. Nobody knew we were doing that. People were tuning in to listen to Jimmy Falia. Uh I'm trying to think of the lineup for 820. I don't know the lineup. But we had taken over their airwaves. Everything was kind of being fed from my studio. I was running the show. Uh I was the board op and producing. And so everybody was like tuning in to listen to that station at that time and they're hearing us and like, oh look, these dudes are having fun. Like this is you know, they're talking about the story as it's happening. And then they're also talking about the you know, tips and tricks or taking our calls, listening to us, hearing our stories. You know, that, and that people enjoyed that. More calls in those three hours than that guy sees and is, has probably seen in the last months or since the time he started asking for calls. So I know I'd win that. But, you know, that that's my rant on radio. I know this rant went on for like 20 minutes. This was supposed to be on air. I was supposed to have it, and I got to go in now and fix whatever my Twitch thing did, my my Streamlabs did. Like, I don't don't mess with stuff. Once things are up and working, things stay the same. And it really annoys me that it went and did that. So if you're also watching this on YouTube, it's going to, like, I'm going to probably put my overlay on a video that just plays the little background that I normally have. And you can just watch it from there. Um, I'm very, very upset with that. Because I was excited to come back this week. Because last week, obviously, I, I didn't really take off. Um, I, I i live stream for like 30 seconds long enough to tell you hey look i'm not going to be here this week i'm going i'm watching the lightning game at a bar with my friends and that was our big deal so we um I'm, I'm i'm reading something and i'm very i apologize for being this distracted but yeah i, I want to talk to you about me and my girl have this conversation today and i thought it was a great conversation because We're out there, and we're talking about people that we see post things on Facebook. We each have these friends that post some of the most outrageous things. I don't believe in critical race theory. I think it's the most racist derogatory piece of crap that you could ever have. If you're telling somebody that they're lesser or better because of the color of their skin, that's completely devoids all the work that MLK did. And you're never going to be able to change my mind on that. And that's what critical race is. And there are people that that's not what critical race is. It's teaching the history about slaves. I don't need a special curriculum to teach me about slaves. Slavery was wrong. Let me tell you, if, you, if you're if you so focused on that slavery and you're not focused on modern-day slavery, then you're, you have a problem. Modern-day slavery, sex slaves. Absolutely horrible. That's one reason why I don't think you should ever uh, repeal, I don't think you should make sexual work legal. Because then you open up a giant set of loopholes for the victims of sexual trafficking. And they're out there. That is modern-day slavery. It's actually just slavery. I'm not even going to call it modern-day. It's slavery. It's been around since the dawn of time. All right? It's the oldest prof- oldest illegal profession. Oldest legal profession is farming. Oldest illegal profession is sex work. All right? And I'm sorry. Women, I get it. Your body, your choice. Whatever you want to do for it. having have an OnlyFans for all I care. I don't care. That's, that stuff doesn't bother me. All that stuff on Twitch about, oh, these girls are making videos of making Guthugula Guthugula noises onto the mic. Who cares? Well, my fans want me to do that. Okay? Don't do it. If you don't want to do it, stand up. And if you don't want to do it, no one's making you. If they want to go and watch the Guthugula Guthugula... That's them for being crappy fans. That there's no content in that. There's none. Prove me wrong. Show me where. Like if that's what you it takes you to get off with, I need to show you to the world of Pornhub, or I don't have to pay. Well, she makes eye contact with me. It's personable. No, it's not, dude. It's through a camera. Well, she'll she'll follow me on Twitter or whatnot. So I'll follow you on Twitter for for free. Follow me on Twitter. At SlickBTLS or sorry, no, that's my Instagram. I'll follow you there too. At that guy Slick on Twitter, and I'll follow you for free. All right. That's how I know it's not, you know, your your favorite person or anything, but going back to what I was saying on these girls that are or not these girls. Sex la- uh sex works bad. Hands down. I got people that post about critical race theory. Uh, there's this guy I know. I think uh, he, he's brilliant in his own right, uh, but I've caught him in his own little traps of telling everybody that they're wrong, but then I go in and find where he's not hes not right. He posted that, oh, well, our state hasn't defunded the police, and I actually went in, and I went to like several city councils and found their votes where they did vote to defund the police. And I, the thing is, I don't want to get in arguments with people over, over that. It's not worth it. It really isn't worth it to go in and try and find somebody who is going to argue about any of that crap. Most likely, you're not going to change their mind. This isn't like a Steven Crowder bit where you're sitting down and you're going to go, oh, well, will change my mind. I don't have those kind of facts. I don't have that kind of patience to sit there. I know what's, I know what I believe to be right, and when I say I know what I believe to be right, is because that's what I believe. I absolutely believe that you, um that, like I said, critical race theory, absolutely terrible, shouldn't be taught in schools. All right, uh, Tim Pool's guy I like a lot. Temple had this lady on his on his podcast a couple of nights ago where she brought in the books that they have that they issue out at the schools that they're there. And they and at first I was like, well, maybe it's just in her area. I was trying to give, you know, people the benefit of the doubt, but there's more and more stories now popping up of people showing these books, like, hey, this is happening in my city, this is happening here, and they're horrible. All right, they make it they they're making race a thing again. It should not be a thing. I should not have to judge you by the content of your care, or I should judge you by the content of your character, not the color of your skin. That's what I want to say. I know I flubbed it up. You can soundbite it, whatever. You're probably going to if you ever come back far enough. Content content of your character is the most important part of anything, not the color of your skin. They showed these books, and they're horrible. They're telling people that it's that whiteness is the, is the worst and stuff like that. And people are, are, are like, no, that's not happening. That's clearly not what critical race theory is, but it is. That's the thing. It is literally somebody coming out and saying, "This is bad, don't do that." And it's about being white. I don't think you should be teaching that in schools. Now you get people that are like trying to trash public schools. I get it. Public schools aren't always the greatest. There, a lot of them are overcrowded. And you've got a 1,000 students that may have to cycle through a teacher. Like when I was in mockley I think the, our classes were like 30 deep. All right? So 7 times 3 is 21. It's 210. All right? So they're doing they're, they're dealing with 210 students a day. They don't have time to give each student the, the thing that they need. That's where the No Child Left Behind Act kind of really screwed people. Because it said, no, we're not going to hold you back just because your grades are a little low. We're we're going to pass you on so you don't get left behind and you can be with your friends. And it's a motivational thing. Wrong. Sometimes those kids need to be left behind so that way they can learn and do better. One of my best friends, and I th- we were supposed to go to middle school together. We were excited. He got held back in fifth grade. And it changed. Because, like, me and him were inseparable. Absolutely inseparable. Cody. Still know, still remember his name to this day. And he got held back in fifth grade and it did him so much better. He came back, uh, when he went to sixth grade. This is from his teachers. And I was actually trying to be a teacher for a while and I talked to the, he stayed in the same, same class. He was in Mr. Smith's fifth grade class again the next year. And he did so much better and he went on to do great things. I don't know what he's up to now. I've, I've, cut across him on Facebook a couple times, and I think he's he's doing all right for himself. But it devastated me. But he needed to be held back now that, you know, you go back and think about it. That's the thing, though. Sometimes you just need to be held back. You need to, like, let other people pass you so you can figure out what it is you're doing. I don't get mad at other chiefs in the Army when they're doing other things, you know, ahead of me because I haven't gotten a chance to do the things that they've already done. I just have to look at, see what I'm doing and go, all right, how do I do this better? How do I move from step A to step B and do it the best I can? And I know this went off on another freaking long tangent because I was originally trying to get on like why you shouldn't argue with <laughs> with people on on Facebook and stuff like that. But I think it kind of can connect and stuff. I, I don't know. You shouldn't argue with people on Facebook. You, you're not going to win. Uh, yet again, another Tim Pool. Thing. I like Tim Pool a lot. I hope to meet him one day. I think that would be really cool is to actually get to meet him. Um, and he he says, like, you shouldn't, you have more to lose if you're arguing with a guy, with a person who doesn't post their real picture or name on, fa- on Twitter or Facebook. You know, if you're talking to Xenon12 and they've got, you know, the cat picture from Final Fantasy, you're really not, uh, you're really not getting anywhere. You're just going to lose these arguments. You know, they're not, they're there to lose. And that's one of the things that I've always come to understand. You know, never pick a fight with somebody who's got nothing to lose. And that's why I've always felt confident in myself going into any kind of fight. I was like, I've got nothing to lose. What, are you going to take my rank? You want to take my job? Go for it. All right, I've done, I work hard, and there's a lot of people who respect me and want me to do things for them. I have worked out so many new deals, since i got back from covid actually since i got back from croatia working hard and showing people i want to be a part of this so go ahead try and take something from me i'm going to get it back it happens all the time and that's something that people need to do you know work hard which is apparently a thing of being white call me guilty <laughs> like i'm i'm white i'm sorry i know this isn't one of my more funnier i i do try to be funny and I want to be entertaining. I want to be entertaining for you people. I want you guys to listen. I want to be funny. I really wish I could be a lot funnier. Uh, you know, my cousin's actually a funny guy. I hate him for it, but he's a funny dude. Uh, my brother, funny guy. My brother got the good looks, too. I like to think I'm decently funny. Like, I can... I, I say dark things, and I really, like, play it myself. Like, I'll... I'll I'm such a masochist to myself. It is miserable. Um... Oh, okay. I don't know why Instagram felt like that was such an important thing to share with me. I I really do make fun of myself all the time. My girlfriend will tell you, she'll be like, da-da-da-da-da-da. Ah, and I'm like, yeah, well, at least I'm bald. It's one of my it's easiest target. If you see the the photos and stuff of me, easiest goddamn target. I'm bald. But I know this one kind of like this podcast took a little bit more of like a serious turn. you know we, we talked about radio for like 20 30 minutes and then we kind of like took in and dove into uh, some military stuff. like I, I really want to be entertaining for you guys. I want you to listen to this and be like, oh man, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna say? And then I, I've had to come to terms with that like not everything you have to do should has to be funny. You just have to entertain somebody. Somebody out there may even laugh even at something that's not supposed to be funny. But if you're serious enough and you and you speak with enough like courage and people people are gonna want to listen. They're gonna be like, "Oh yeah," and that's what I want to do. So, come on out, tell your friends about this podcast. Tell them, you know, hey, come listen to this idiot talk about about stuff. I'm I'm really kind of fired up tonight, and I'm mad because I don't have the live stream going. I didn't do a whole lot of prep work um, because of the storm. And a lot of other projects that rolled down on my lap this week. Like I was kind of overwhelmed, and I get that feeling every now and then that I, that I overwhelm. Like I was getting mad yesterday coming home from work, and that's where I got the story about choking kids. Like I, I honestly don't choke kids, people. That's terrible. But I will be, I be, I will be willing to hear you out. So come to me. Good enough reason, and I might look the other way. So. I um, uh, I got overwhelmed this week. It was hard. This has been like the hardest, like one of the hardest weeks since I've I've been in like radio and the army because I had a lot of I've had a lot of stuff that's dropped on my plate that I didn't expect to happen at one time. So I do um, uh, I've done. I got a job offer for you know some extra hours over at one station. Um, the guy that was supposed to replace me quit, and if I see that dude, screw him. Like, yo, dude, you you didn't you? You're a full time college student. What are you doing right now? Oh, if it's messing with your unemployment, well, I'm sorry, dude. Get a real job. College isn't always a real job. It's not. It's gonna be there. You're gonna be able to go to school. I think that's great, but at some point you gotta get out. Screw that guy! He messed up a lot of things. I was getting ready to work on and get himself some hours, um, and that's a uh, wow. Well, 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 alrighty. So the music means that it's time for the end of the show. I appreciate you listening. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and you follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Find me on YouTube. It's Dave Donaldson on YouTube. I'm going to work on getting that change. Uh, Hey, stay tuned. Every Friday, 9 to 5, this is going to be your place for the Slick Show. Uh, Until further notice. Until maybe one day I can get somebody to syndicate me, and then you have to hear me in your market, and you hate me for that. Oh, man. I'm such a loser. (laughs) All right, night, folks. Have a good one. Hey, I appreciate you guys tuning in to the Slick Show with me, Slick. Be sure to check me out every Friday from 9 Eastern for a new show. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at ThatGuySlick or on Instagram at SlickBTLS. But until next time, keep on rocking.